Welcome, hello. Hi everyone, this is Kazaya, and welcome to the first in what we hope to be a mini podcast for huggers by huggers. This is the Needs a Hug, Hug podcast. And with me today is my co-host, Bell Thal. Hello everybody. This is our first show, so things will change and evolve over time. Bell Thal, what have you been doing in-game this week? Well, this week uh, I've been mostly working on getting my Warlock uh, raid ready, for want of a better word. Uh, mostly for me, this meant doing a lot of Remhaken rep. Um, they not only have some really nice uh, 359 boots, um, but of course there's the ever-popular camel mounts at the other end of that. Um, I spent a lot of time running all of those, and then uh, over the last couple of days uh, after Wednesday, I started doing the deep home quests because I had power leveled uh, my lock through um, all those levels and never really needed to do any of them. So unfortunately, mm -hmm. the shoulder enchants uh, were nowhere to be found for my character. So I had to uh, start working on those and I've just gotten myself up to, um, I guess it's revered with them. I still need to work on that exalted. And of course, the big one of the big guild news of the week, which we'll get into a little bit more later, is uh, that we actually downed a raid boss on Wednesday, um, and I managed to snag some very very nice um, pants out of that. Now, of course, they are PvP pants because we went into Baron Hold, and you know, God forbid right. they should ever drop any PVE stuff. But uh, they are significantly better than anything else I have access to. So I've got those all gemmed up, enchanted, and um, got the spell thread on them. And we're, uh, we're all good there. My paladin, um, Belthel, really didn't get a lot of a workout this week. Um, there was a little bit of time on Wednesday when we were working on the magma fight um, that we eventually dropped as soon as we won um, Tolbarad. Uh, but other than that, she's basically been hanging out in Ogremar, really trying not to touch the bar because uh, it is an orc city, and uh, you know how messy those orcs can be. <laughs> yes, that they can be. So what have you been up to? Well, this week, I actually got my warrior to level 85. Congrats. Thank you, thank you. He is my third tune to level 85 and my third tank to level 85. I'm really going to start to have to hit the dungeons running and get uh, start getting geared up and getting him geared up and everything and uh, see how I like tanking with him. From what I've done so far, just quest and lower level dungeons and stuff, it seems like he's going to be really fun. So... Um that is your third tank. Do you now have the full set? Uh, my druid is on its way up. He's level 60. Just hit level 60 this week as well, too. So uh, before too long, I'll have all four tanking classes. Nice. So the only one you're missing is your druid. Um, and it's good to know that uh, you've got a decent amount of experience in there. I haven't had a lot of experience tanking in um, Cataclysm. I did most of my tanking in Wrath um, since I uh, actually got heavily back into WoW just at the very end of BC. I didn't get any real tanking in, in BC, but I tanked extensively in Wrath, and um, though I found it easier, obviously, near the end when we all had access to all the gear our little hearts could desire, I always really enjoyed the um, 
I guess, the uh, the paternal aspects of tanking, as it were. How you uh, you can actually take care of the group, make sure nobody dies, make sure you get through the dungeons okay. Right, right. Yes, it does have its advantages and disadvantages. And oh, like it said, does We'll that. get into that a little bit later. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our guild news for the week. All right, well, um, usually we do here a couple of things. The newest members into the guild, well, really, we haven't had any uh, recruitment recently. Um, as a guild, we've never really put a big uh, deal on recruitment. One of the things uh, that we've always done is... We've got two things. We've got an easy in, easy out policy I'm not sure a lot of people know about, so I might as well mention it here. Um, we always say that we will invite just about anybody into our guild, but we will also kick just about anybody out of our guild. Uh, because we're such a, uh, uh, a tight group, if somebody really doesn't fit, we really make no qualms about uh, getting them out. Uh, but it also means that because we don't actively recruit, we don't get a lot of new people in. We really don't have a lot of turnover. It's a it's a nice static little family. Now, theoretically, um, we are never adverse to having new people in the guild. So, if you're hearing this and you're not actually a hugger, you know you can always uh, look me up, Belfell on uh, Ravenholt, and we will uh, we will always consider your application. And that is Ravenholt US, not uh, yes. EU server. I should I should make sure that people know that. Yes, and actually the newest level eighty fives this week. We'll just run through our list real quick. Goblin Boy hit level eighty five. Livia, which has been a long time member, she hit level eighty five too. Zaria, she uh, Death Knight hit level eighty five. Nairobi, Lightmane, Aramoni. Which usually he, upon other of his tunes, usually only takes about a week to hit level 85. So we'll probably be hearing from his other one soon. <laughs> like I mentioned earlier, my warrior can tank. Uh, we got Grum, Grummage. Yeah. I don't even know how you say that word. Yeah, it's Grumsh. Um I was Grumsh. actually running with him earlier today. Um, his uh, chamois, good DPS right now. His uh, healing set's a little weak. Uh, we had to have Albumen, um, our raid leader, step in and do a little healing, but uh, really good DPS. Cool, cool. And the last on the list is Spitz. Is Spitz or Spiz? I, you know, I'm going to go with Spitz, but uh, I would have to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> Some sounds like something one of the camel mounts would do. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also actually had a couple of nice guild achievements uh, uh, this week. Now, I'm not talking about actual um, achievements as in, uh, uh, you know, we get a couple of achievement forts for it, but um, just things that are really big for us. Um, now, a couple of things did get us nice big uh, achievements. One is that we actually downed the Pit Lord uh, Argoloth this week in Baron Holt. He was yes. our first Kata raid boss kill, which was awesome. Um, we have been, uh, for, let's see, just about a month now, we have been uh, getting together ten people and smacking our heads repeatedly against the wall um, that is the beginning of Ashton of Twilight, I guess it is. Uh, and I have a headache. <laughs> yeah, I think we all do. Um, there was much celebration in um, vent when we actually downed a raid boss. 
both yeah, both Magma really and the Omnitron defense system have proved too much for us right now. Um, but I'm sure we'll get those guys down soon enough now that we're getting some more high-level gear from Barrett and Hold. Um, also, another really big thing is the guild has reached level 16. Um, that's nice, and uh, I think we got for that the second level of the... <laughs> I don't want to call it a guild tax, but um, I think it's called cash flow. <laughs> Um, it yeah. it generates extra gold every time you loot gold and sends it to the guild bank. And uh, for us as a guild, that's really nice because unlike some other guilds, we don't have any taxes. We don't have any things where the guild sells um, a bind on equip gear from raids or anything to make money. We are right. purely run on a donation uh, basis. And this little trickle of gold coming in has been nice for us because there's a couple achievements that we'd really love to get which are nice for both the guild members and the guild including the one where you spend i think it's 50k in repairs using the guild repair so occasionally when we get a decent amount of money we'll turn on guild repairs and guild uh, repairs on the guild bank will be free and um, that this incoming money will let us uh, turn that on even earlier. Yeah, which is real nice. And like you said before, you know, we don't have you know a stipulation of you know you need to donate so much or you know you so and so need to go farm mats and what like that. So we don't have to do that. So this this really does really help out our guild uh, on getting stuff we do use for our raids. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's really nice. These uh, guild achievements have been great for us as a guild because it's uh, been a nice thing to bring us all together as a guild. And also, there are so many little perks that might not matter as much to other raids or other guilds where they have a lot more, I want to say, structure to their raiding and to their... Um, you know, guild banks and stuff like that. Whereas we are much looser, a lot of these things suddenly for us become really, really good. You know, extra gold in being able to get these extra patterns and stuff that previously probably would have dropped from a raid boss somewhere that we wouldn't have gotten to until really late in the cycle. We have access to almost as soon as anybody else does because of the um, cap on how much guild experience you can get every day. Mm -hmm. And we have definitely been about filling that out almost every day. And speaking of which, we are halfway through 16, as a matter of fact, right now. Yeah, a lot of people are looking forward to 17. I believe that is Gmail, the Guild Mail achievement for that one. And that will yep. that will give us instant uh, mail between guildies. So we won't have to do um, the classic, okay, everybody blow your hearthstone and meet up in org. We can just either drop a mailbox or find the closest one and get uh, get that stuff transferred over. Yeah, which does make it nice. couple upcoming events we have. We always have our raids on Wednesdays and Sunday nights. Um, we usually try to be rolling about 8 o'clock, so we try to get on the server about 15 minutes early, so that way we can group up, see what we need to uh, what we need to pull in, stuff like that. Friday night fights on Friday. Now, I think we're actually rotating the Friday night fights with the uh, retro raids. Yeah, um, I believe 
Uh, this week was Serpentshire Cavern um, on our retro raid, which is the which is uh, the one Friday night activity, and then next week is the PvP night, the Friday night fights, where we group up into a ten man and attack one of the raided battlegrounds. Yeah, actually, it's it will randomly put you in one of the raided battlegrounds, which is pretty neat. Um, that has been going pretty good as far as from what I've been told. Uh, I know I've been joined in a couple times on it, and it's been a lot of fun. We don't always win, but we sure have a lot of fun, you know, smacking the alliance around. Yeah, I find that uh, Battleground PvP is some of the most fun stuff, especially when you have the extra nine people that, A, you know aren't going to, you know, turn around and wander into a wall, or if, or if <laughs> yeah. they do, you can yell at them on vent. Uh, and B, have a lot of people who are just in it for fun. You don't have some guy in uh, Battleground chat yelling out, go left, go right. Um, if there's someone yelling that... Reroll, noob. <laughs> exactly. If there's someone yelling that, you can just uh, tell them to be quiet. Um, and uh, they're, uh, they're definitely someone from the guild. So it is a lot of fight. It, a lot of fun. If you've never been... If you've never done any PvP, but you always thought you might like to try, this is a great way to sort of ease into it. Um, there's no expectation of winning, so nope. um, there's no way to get worse than you know the normal expectation. Uh, you can show up in your normal gear. You don't have to buy anything special. But if you do happen to want to um, get some of the PvP gear, and it will help if you want to make a lot of kills. Um, we have several people in the guild who can make you the starter sets. Um, I know Avelina can knock you together the cloth starter set, um, and I know Ugra uh, can knock you together the plate starter set. I'm not sure who has the leather set, but uh, I don't know either. I can do the plate set as well yeah. on Kazaya. Yeah. So we can. Uh, like if you do want to drop some mats on that, we can definitely get you set up. But as I said, show up in your normal gear and have a lot of fun. That's what it's for. Yeah, that it is. And upcoming, let me see. We got Friday night fights coming up, and then the week after that will be the uh, looks like a Kara raid, Karazhan. Oh, Karazhan! That is got to be one of my favorite instances. Outside of Tolbarad, I think it's one of the places I love the look of the most. That whole area kind of reminds me of beating up um, Burning Crusade mobs in a Tim Burton movie. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that is a really good raid. Um, I've only done it when I've outgeared the content because I didn't start and playing until late BC, so actually by the time I hit 70... Wrath was rolling out, so I really didn't get a chance to run that, except for definitely outgearing it, and it was still fun. Oh yeah, I I as well have never run that gear appropriate. It might be entertaining at some point to actually try and uh, build a gear appropriate group to run that. Um, but one of the things that is so awesome about that is the new and unusual instances or um, events and loot in there. There's some. Um, events in there that you don't see anywhere else. There's a chess game um, that I, I think they did long before Harry Potter. Um, a living sort of wizard chess type thing in there that is a lot of fun. Um, there's also another one of my favorite events which is the uh, stage event where it's one of 
I think it's three different um, events based on movies or plays. I know there's a Red Riding Hood. Yeah. I know there's a Wizard of Oz in there. And they drop gear that is appropriate to the event. Um, one of my favorite drops I saw in there was during the Wizard of Oz event, uh, Ruby Slippers dropped. Yeah, I actually heard about that. That's pretty Yeah, neat. the Ruby Slippers dropped, and um, they they were gear appropriate to that level, but also they had an on-use that acted like a hearthstone. It took you back to wherever your hearthstone was. So all you had to do was click your heels together and say, there's no place like home, and off you went. <laughs> that is awesome. And yeah, and back then, the hearth was still on an hour cooldown, so that was a really big kind of perk to those. Yeah, it was a really big deal. Uh, anything you could do to get that extra hearthstone was a huge thing. Um, now, it's not so bad. Now that we've got the, what are we down to, 15-minute hearthstones now? With the guild perk, yeah. Yeah, with the guild perk, um, you can actually also get a hearthstone from engineering. Um, you can get, um, if you're a chamois, you get an extra one. There's all kinds of great mm -hmm. stuff. All right, so let's go ahead and head on into the WoW news. We got definitely some big news coming up this week, so uh, why don't you start off? Yeah, the um, there's a lot of big news this week. We're coming up uh, with the release of the patch 4.1 on the PTR. We're seeing a lot of really neat stuff that's coming up soon. The uh, one of the biggest things that a lot of people are talking about is um, the troll instances coming back as five mans. Um, Zulaman and Zulgarub are are both back. Um, they're both going to be five mans, yes. and they're going to drop 352 gear. So not quite uh, first tier raid gear, but really nice stuff. And you're going to need level 346, I think they said, or 348, uh, just to get in the door. So <laughs> yeah, three four. You're right. It's going to be three forty six, and they are actually going to be geared for heroic. So they won't have a normal, a normal five man to it. You will have to be heroic geared for that, which, like you said, is going to be three forty six. So yeah, that I am excited to see Zulgarub come back. Yeah, both um, again being. Uh, someone who just came up in BC, I didn't do a lot of these when they were gear appropriate, but the um, they're both really neat instances that I've since been in and, and beat down the door. Uh, one of the big things about them is that um, I think they both dropped uh, different mounts. I believe there's a tiger mount, a bear mount, and I think a raptor mount, but I'd have to check that, and several pets um, between the two, and Blizzard is telling us that those are all coming back. Now, they won't be the same skins as the original. You won't be able to get the original Amani Warbear look, but um, there will be new skins, new stuff that uh, nobody's seen before, so that's really exciting. Yeah, I'm... Uh, I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that they don't strip out one of those and throw it at the CCG. Um, I hope they're all going to come out of the game because I think that'd be really nice. Yeah, yeah. I know I've beat my head down Zulgarub several times for the Tiger Mount, but never did quite get him. No, um, it's like uh, beating up Baron Rivendare every week to try and get his horse. Mm hmm. 
though I will say um, I do happen to know that several of our guildmates have done the wonderful job with Baron Rivendare of walking in, hitting him once, and he drops the mount immediately. And of course, we they will forever have our enmity for that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they will. And I could think of one off the top of my head. Uh, Alvana. Avelina. Or Avelina, yeah. yes. Avelina is a very interesting exception because it's not just one mount. Avelina, uh, the gods smile down upon her account in glowing rays. If there is a mount to drop, and yes. if that mount drops, she will re- win the roll. It's... um just a rule now and I'm not sure if somebody else ever wins one of those rolls I may just buy a lottery ticket because I would think that uh, something uh, is going I know. on I know and you heard about her in the camel mount yes, didn't you? Yes I did I have been trying to farm that damn camel oh. mount for so basically since um, since Kata dropped and I heard about it first jar she smacks there it is yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, whew. I don't know what it is with her, but all right. Uh, looks like we're getting a new looking for guild. Um, is there going to be a yeah. tool? Is it going to be like the looking for group tool, but just for yeah, a the guild? The looking for guild interface um, seems to be something very similar to the looking for group. They haven't talked a lot about it, but I've seen some of the data mined, um, both structures and the um, look that is going to be for the actual interface. And it asks things like, um, you know, what your level of play is, you know, whether you're a casual or a raider, um, when you're available, and it has like, you know, I'm available weekends and weekdays, um, so that it can try and help you sort of get a good idea of the guilds that you're looking for. It also has things like roles, um, you know, uh, am I a healer? Am I a DPS? And comments that you can put in. And what I'm assuming will probably happen is that you'll hit the button and it will give you some kind of list of guilds that meet your criteria that, you know, that we will set up uh, on the guild interface. And um, then you click a button and I guess it probably sends either the guild leader a message or something like that that this person wants an invite into the guild. Nice. That's going to be yeah, really good. It, it should help people. Um, it, it won't be as big a deal for us because we've always sort of gotten our guildies in sort of a friends and family kind of way. But especially if you're looking for... Um, a guild that raids at the same times you do, um, and stuff like that, it should be a really good way to get in on some of that. Because I know a lot of people, um, we have several guildies that have spent time either overseas. Uh, we have a guildie who has uh, spent a lot of time in Germany. We have another guildie who spends a lot of time in Taiwan, because that's where his family's from. Um, often when they are overseas, it's really hard for them to participate in any of our guild events. So if they can have one of their characters that they um, use this tool to find guilds that they can actually run with while um, they're overseas, it's a really great uh, way for them to be able to find uh, something that would sort of fit their play style while they're away from us. That is 
that is a really great aspect of that. It'll really help out a lot of people right now. Yeah. Now the next uh, the next thing that I saw in the patch notes that sort of triggered <clears throat> my senses to go off. Um, I'm married uh, to Seraphemia, one of the hunters in our guild, and something that she's continually complaining about um, is the fact that she'll go out and she needs we need a like a an off tank for an instance or something. She'll run out and she'll grab a turtle. Uh, and she'll drag the turtle into the instance, and it's level 73 and keeps losing threat. Because right now, a hunter's pet starts five levels below uh, where the hunter is. So one of the big things that they're right. adding in is that when you train a pet now, it's going to come in at the same level as you. And that is yeah, huge. Yeah, it really is. It's a big deal, especially when you're leveling, because one of the biggest problems um, as a solo class is that when you're coming up, you want to have a pet that is following with you, and if for some reason you picked a, a strange pet early, or you see something that's really nice out there, you can be in a position where you really can't level that pet, because you're doing content that will instantly kill you if the guy loses uh, aggro. So it's really great for hunters right. now to be able to go in, um, train a pet at the same level they are, and have those abilities right away, and not have to wait. My very first character I started playing was a hunter back in BC, and I remember when you had to get a pet as close to your level as you could. If not, I believe they they started off at whatever level they were in game, yeah, wasn't that it? Uh, was the original way of doing it. When you trained your critter, it was just trained at whatever level it was. And then you had to level it up, which is, of course, horrible if you needed to do it, um, you know, at a very low a low level zone. Um, and then there was a patch. Right. I'm not sure exactly when. Um, my wife, the hunter, is wiggling her arms at me, so she probably knows. Um, <laughs> and... Um, uh, now, currently, they they come in at five levels below you. Um, when this new patch goes through, then it'll be at the same level as you, and that's a big thing. Yeah, it really is. That'll be really nice for hunters, especially leveling up, like you said. Yeah, getting getting those pets at the same level as you are uh, will be really nice. Um, it's one of actually one of the things that's always been nice about running a warlock. Is the demons always keep pace no matter what, so you're you're never stuck mm -hmm. with that. Oh, the demon is five levels lower than you. Uh, you're just stuck with oh, I picked the wrong demon, which can happen. Yeah. And another nice thing I know some of uh, some of the uh, ones in our guild are really going to love the rogue stealth cooldown is down to four seconds from ten, and there's no speed reduction while stealth. That, that is, is amazing, and even better, actually, I believe it to be that subtlety rogues. One of the actual specs has a talent that j drops that by two, and then by four on the second setting. So that means that when you um, spec that way, I'm just looking up to see who it is. Um, uh, let's see. Here we go. Uh, you'll actually be able to drop it to zero seconds, so there'll be no cooldown. And I wow. think one of the biggest things is not having that 
you know, that slow, sneaky walk. Though the sneaky walk looks good, it's kind of a real pain if you need to get out there, get something sapped, and get back. Yeah, that it really is. And that and trying to, especially in PvP, trying to catch up to someone who's just, you know, running, and it's especially if your sprints on cooldown, it's nigh impossible to catch. Yeah, now, of course, one thing to point out is that all the things we're talking about right now are on the PTR. They can be changed without notice. So uh, maybe once they test this out yes. in PvP a bit, um, suddenly they'll realize, well, maybe they don't want rogues just catching everybody, uh, and that will get changed. Yeah. But as it stands right now, this looks amazing. Yeah, like I said, I know uh, I know there's going to be several people in our guild that's really going to yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, I find uh, the fucking rogues a little overpowered anyway. They're always beating me on the DPS <laughs> <PS> meters. <laughs> yeah, they are definitely hitting the top of the charts in our guild uh, right now. Well, they always have to a certain extent. Now, I don't know that's just because uh, in our particular guild, some of our best players happen to be rogues, or whether it's just because it's it's uh, easier with a rogue to get really high numbers, but um, we have always had very, very strong rogues in this guild. Yeah. Well, I know Gutterball, definitely. He is a very exceptional player, and he's usually always at the top of our meters, but he is almost doubling some of our DPS in it. Yeah, his it's right amazing. Now. I have noticed that um, there's a significant DPS jump when you start to really lay into the heroic gear. Um, when you get all of your pieces um, above 346, so if you're all 346 and 359, it jumps from sort of a 7k spike to like a 10 to 12k spike. And then when you start swapping out all those uh, 346s for 359s, you get a second spike again, and you see people um, spiking into the 1450. I was partied with a mage that was spiking into 24k. Um, and wow. So that, that little gear differential, though it only seems like, what, 20 points or 30 points, is a huge amount of DPS. Um, when exactly. it comes to itemization, so if you have yeah. good itemization combined with a good player, it, you get these just amazing numbers. And that's one of the things. Uh, just a little side note, did you know that Gutterball plays with exactly zero add-ons? He runs stock. And yeah. I find that just amazing. Yeah. No. Oh, I'll, I'll take it back. He has oh, yes. one add-on. Do you know what that I one add-on is? the MP3 player, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, everything else is stock, which I, you know, boggles my mind. I'm the guy who wants every and all add-ons, but and he he can definitely show you you don't have to have yeah, that to play um, the game. I have never seen him stand in the fire, pull aggro, or any of the many things that I need add-ons flashing large letters on my screen to stop me doing. And, uh, yeah, it's amazing. So things like this rogue stealth cooldown are just going to make him even more dangerous. Yeah. All right. And the next one, which I know a lot of people are going to like this one. 
Why don't you oh, show the, it, tell us what's the, next. Uh, Guild Rep Tavern. Um, this is another thing that has been datamined. Yeah. Um, that there will be two new tabards coming in. There'll be purchased tabards um, from the uh, guild vendor, and they are guild rep tabards as opposed to faction rep tabards. So just like right now, you can get um, rep with your faction of choice by wearing their tabard into instances. As soon as this patch drops, assuming that they leave these in there, uh, you'll be able to start earning uh, rep with your guild for wearing a tabard. And this is such a big thing, especially for those of us who leveled up through the Dungeon Finder. I know on uh, Belreal, uh, my warlock, I had a big problem with rep uh, just because I had leveled almost exclusively through the Dungeon Finder, and I think I was barely neutral with my own guild. Um, whereas characters that I had leveled up through the actual zones doing the quests and everything um, were honored or even exalted with the guild. Yeah. Doing, doing the quest lines and everything like that, you do get a lot of rep with the, uh, the other factions. Uh, little rep with the the regular guild, um, but yeah, when you hit the dungeons, your guild rep just gets shot to zero, and this will definitely help out. It looks like there's two tabards, the illustrious guild tabard, and these are bind on account. Um, the illustrious guild tabard says the tooltip says your champion you champion the cause of your guild all guild reputation gains are increased by 50 percent and then there's a renowned guild tabard which is the same thing bind on account and does the same thing except it increases your guild reputation by 100 percent now i know the bind on account is going to be really nice too um there's no stipulation yet as whether it's going to be you have to be a certain reputation with your guild to start off with to buy them, um, which my guess is you probably will. You'll probably have to have probably someone exalted with the guild. Yeah. One of your yeah. characters to get it is my, my guess. My thought what's would be, be that you'd have to have one at least revered. Uh, they might not send you all the way to exalted because exalted takes a long time to get. It'd be nice to have this tabard to help for that last yeah. little bit. But, uh, yeah, it could be uh, all the way to Exalted, and then it will just let you get that second character up there. Mm -hmm. Well, I bet what they're going to do, I bet the Illustrious Guild Tavern will be for Revered, and probably the Renowned would be for an Exalt yeah, when you hit Exalted. Yeah, that would be a good way to do it. Now, again, uh, because these are very Guild-centric, we may actually need to hit a certain Guild level before we're able to get these, just like with the cloaks and the helms um, that are also bind on account gear, we may need to level the guild up. But uh, I would say probably by the time this patch is actually in force, uh, we'll probably be uh, around a level 20 guild. So I'm sure those things will be opened up for us. Yeah, I definitely think they will be. I doubt that they'll have a level stipulation because of the uh, of lower gear, lower lower populated guilds that don't hit the rep they need as bass, so I can't really see them doing that for the fact that if 
you needed a certain level, most of the lower pop guilds wouldn't be able to hit uh, that. So to your get thought this. is this not only will help the actual people get exalted with their guild, but it will help the uh, guilds with less people in them keep pace with guilds that can uh, fill it out every uh, week. Well, not the not the guild experience. I don't think. I just don't think that they will have to have a certain guild level mm. to buy these. Because I think if um, if I correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know how any other like lower pop guilds work with as far as um, getting the guild experience. I don't know. I don't know if the guild experience works by how many. If you get so much rep or experience with the guild per capita, you have, like say, like a, a larger guild is going to earn a lot experience a lot faster because there's more players in it, or is is it going to be the lower pop guilds get more experience per quest whatever they get to kind of keep up with the higher pop guilds? I'm yeah, not sure I'm how not that works entirely out. Entirely clear on that either. From what I understand, the cap is there in such a place that a guild of 10 people can cap it every week. So the idea is that if you have all 10 people contributing, um, you should be able to cap it every week. And that's why we hear about big guilds um, that have um, you know, 150, 200, even right up to the mega guilds, where literally they will log in uh, Tuesday after the patch, and the first four, five, ten guys get um, guild experience to log in, and the rest of the guild basically doesn't contribute anything to the guild for the rest of the week, just because um, there are so many people to split it amongst. Right. Alright. Now, just another side note, I was looking on Wowhead, and it looks like they're coming out with a new achievement that I just have to talk about real quick. It is a new achievement called Death to the Elevator Boss. I had heard about this a little bit. Go ahead. Uh, it says Death Death to Elevator Boss and it has Blackwing Descent in parentheses. Watch your steps. The criteria, Death from Falling. So, of course, we haven't made it through Blackwing Descent yet. There is, is there an elevator uh, in there? From what I understand, there is an elevator that drops you... Um, kind of like the elevator in the back of Lady Death Whisper. Uh, the difference being, from what I understand, is that the edges of the elevator is dropping you down to a platform with magma around it. Um, and it is one of these places where if you try and step on it just the wrong time, kind of like the elevators between the Aldor and Scryer Rises in Shatrath, if you step off at the wrong time, even though the elevator's there, you go hurling past it and die right at the bottom of the elevator. <laughs> yeah, That's so going to be fun I to think, see. Uh, like a lot of the um, other achievements sort of of this type, the people are doing this amusing thing over and over again, let's throw an achievement at it. Um, it will be quite entertaining once we get there. Yeah. Q and A. Yeah, we do no not have any questions this week. Now, since this is our first recording, um, probably the reason for that is uh, nobody's had time to send us anything in. So, um, I think uh, I think our guild meeting tomorrow we can uh, see about getting some questions from people. So that way, uh, 
um, we get some questions from yeah, people tomorrow, definitely. we can throw those in we there. get some questions. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure uh, we'll, we'll really be able to tell uh, what people are wondering about and uh, hopefully what people need at the uh, at the meeting tomorrow. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to shout-outs. So there. the two shout-outs that um, I have listed here have come out of the shout box um, that we have on the side of our website. Um, for anybody who's listening to this and somehow didn't get it from our website, maybe we have strangely made it onto iTunes or something similar, and you're getting it from there, um, our website uh, has a little shout box on the side so if you go to needhug.guildzilla.com on the right hand side you'll see a little box that says say it don't spray it and once you're logged into the site you'll have the ability to um, use the shout box put in things that everybody can see and we primarily are going to grab our shout outs from there um, if later on uh, we have other people you know if we have guests on they'll be able to do shout outs as well um, the two that I just pulled out uh, for today was uh, a grats from uh, one of our guild members, Rhea, who um, has just returned to us after uh, a uh, uh, long time away. Yeah, and Stint uh, away. she returned and yeah. saw that we hit level 16, so we have Rhea saying, grats on level 16, everyone. We're doing great. Um, and the second one I pulled out uh, just because it sort of sums up a lot of what most of us are feeling is uh, <laughs> one one of our healers, Mukhtar, yeah. saying, "Wow, heroics are hard." Um, yeah, all caps. All because caps. Really, heroics are hard again. It's really nice after having been through uh, the end of Wrath, where the heroics weren't quite as heroic feeling um, as they could have been. Um, Definitely coming not. into Kata getting that 328 and then 329 it's like aha and now i can do heroics getting in there and realizing you know what i really need to go back and run some more regulars before i even think about this mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was definitely a uh um a yeah it was a real wake-up sure. call for a lot of us um especially those of us who had spent so much time in wrath finding out exactly how hard things were going to be um and Personally, I think it's a wonderful thing. I like the fact that heroics are heroic. And I think it's going me. to be a nice thing that will allow us to actually get the content to last as long as the actual um, expansion. With Needs a Hug, it's never really been a huge deal because we're not a progression guild, so we just sort of putter along at our own pace. But... Um, the, the hard heroics give you a real sense of accomplishment when you actually get to do them. Yeah, they really do. And like I said before, I was leveling up through BC, so I never really got to hit any dungeon, like heroics or in level heroics or anything in BC. I heard they were horrible. I did, did run, you get a any, few run any heroics of those? in BC. The big problem with BC heroics, of course, was the fact that you had to get attunements to be able to even do them. So I really didn't get to do a lot of heroics, but the few that I did do, it was um, it was really interesting. It it is so much more like 
um, heroics are now. You had to really work, worry about CC. You couldn't... There was no such thing as the Dungeon Finder, so it was all um, guild groups or pugging it through the trade channel. And at that point, I believe our total guild roster was seven people, and you were really, really lucky if there was a time when there were three people on in the guild. So um, doing them by ourselves wasn't really an option. So it was always a big fight just to get into them. And then when you did actually get into them, if you finished one in an afternoon, you were really happy. Yeah, and doing wow uh, the same way you felt the first time you went in, I, um, I know we did Heroic Throne of Tides for one of my very first Heroic Dungeons, and almost swore off doing her, uh, Throne of Tides after doing it because we actually spent three hours on one boss. Now I can do that boss with my eyes closed and one hand tied behind my back. But that <laughs> that feeling of downing a boss that you spent three hours on outside of a raid, I haven't had that experience. And here I was getting it in a five-man. And I think that was one of the things that was really great uh, about having the heroics heroic again, the way they were in BC. Yeah, it definitely makes you feel like you've accomplished something. All right. Well, I think that wraps about wraps us up on the first show. I hope we have many awesome shows to come. I have been your host, Keziah, and for myself, my co-host, Belthaw, and all you huggers out there, remember it doesn't matter if you're right or wrong as long as we are all together. I want to thank you, Belthaw, for Thanks coming on the show. Thanks very much. It was great to be here. <laughs>